Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night and take your mind off of stuff. So whether it's thinking, feeling, sensing, outside noises, tossing and turning, listing, changes in schedule, changes in routine, I'm going to tell you bedtime stories. It's really that simple how this podcast works. And now I'm going to de-simplify it and make it... Uh, because that's what I—that's my technique. The intro take. One of my techniques is to complicate things. Uh, but it, you know, like complicate them, like uh, I don't know, like if you're drawing someone a map and then you start making swirly cues or whatever, you know, like loop de loops. You say, okay, you want to go around the block here, and then you do four loop de loops, and then you say that, and then there's Burger King. Make, you know, like don't, I guess don't have me draw a map. There's another thing. Uh, but yeah, the way the podcast works, it's kind of basic. Like I'm going to tell, I'm going to do this intro. Then I'm going to do a story recap uh, of, of our ongoing tale, Get Bessos. So in case you missed every episode or last week's episode, or you've listened to every episode and you say, hmm, and this really happens, so you don't got to feel bad about it. I've seen people post, Get Bessos, is that for Get Kisses? They said, yeah, well, I said it could be, but it's actually a tale that we'll get, we'll get caught up on, but it's a story, a bedtime story. And I guess it's just like, like the whole idea of the podcast. So the concept I came up with, the idea is I, I come over to your place digitally. I'm like a digital concierge without the nice clothes, without the smooth talk, no pomade. Is that what that's called? That you put in your hair pomade? No silver platter, none of, none of those dome things, whatever the heck they're called. No still, sterling silver, definitely not. No bow ties, uh, no vests. No, you know, I, I have, I try to have some manners, but not great manners. Not sure exactly. I think I only learned how to pronounce concierge within the last four or five years. I can't really get tickets to anything. I'm not really good at, like, in fact, I'm bad at that stuff. So, I mean, if you need me to buy you something on the Internet, I'm good at getting plane tickets, like, once every every four or five months. I can do that pretty efficiently. But then I'm wiped out. I say, oh, God, I can't do that again. Uh, So if you catch me in that window, you say, hey, Scoots, when was it like three or four months ago? You want me to buy some tickets for you? Hey, that, that I could so I can offer a concierge level service like that. Oh, but I'm not good at following up, or I mean, I'm proactive because I'm always worried about stuff, but not not efficiently, but not like the useful kind of proactive. Is that what it's called when you stop head problems off? I'm more spend time worrying about stuff that's never going to happen and like feeling the weight, like it, it was, and then panicking and then you know, making a so that's probably not concierge. I'll tell you another thing, concierge. This is a good pro. So we got our list going here, unexpected. 
But he said he probably ha- have uh, may have an umbrella. That, I mean, come on. If you if you're looking for top three things with cashiers, get get a cab, get tickets, get an umbrella. There's a chance I'll have an umbrella. Now, it might a decent chance it'll either have. I mean, it, it won't. Not all the spines are going to work. Or actually, if it's not like uh, I think I have three umbrellas right now, ready to go. But mostly because I've been procrastinating putting them away. Um, but yeah, so that would be kind of, but this is like a concierge service without all that stuff, you know, because you don't need a cab. I'm coming over, but in, and not in a creepy way, because I'm coming close, I'm coming by, I'm going to swing by, drop by. And we've, you know, we, we, the, the boundaries have been established. So, you, you know, I can let myself in. And you can rest easy because you're under no obligate, no entertaining. You know, you don't have to pick up uh, at a time. Maybe I'll even, you know, if you use your imagination hard enough, maybe I'll do the dishes before I leave. But I definitely lock up, shut out the lights, let the dog and cat out to, to use the restroom. These these are in the these are in the world of uh, suspension of disbelief. Fill up the pets bowls. I look at you and smile before, you know, but the nor like the, the kind of sm- like a loving parent smile. Because yeah, an adult needs a loving parent look every once in a while too, even if it's just, uh, you know, after you just I say, "Oh, look at you sleeping," and that's it. And I'm holding my hands together in that grandmotherly way. Uh, what do you call clasping my palms? I think that's what I'm doing. I say, "Oh, look at you sleeping, so sweet." Off to dreamland. And that's that's all the stuff you don't hear on the podcast uh, because, it's, you know, it's going on in the Easter. But, but the podcast is, is like, a, it's an easy version of that. You say, okay, all you do is press play. I come I come over there. I don't make a mess, which in normal life, you know, don't leave crumbs. I don't leave, you know, I don't, I don't stay too long. I stay just until you, you know, till you shut me off or you fall asleep, uh, which, you know, okay. So, you know, uh, the only small talk I'll make is these intros and you're not in any, not in any obligation to participate. You can like there are things where you, you know, I know people talk back to me in a good, you say, well, boy, it's called a tricycle scoots and not a quad, you know, but, but, you know. He said, oh, tricycle. He said, why was they calling it an octopad? Oh, boy. And um, that's it. So it's like imagination-wise. I come over. I tell you a bedtime story. It's a little bit rambling. You know, just picture me like a friendly neighbor, a roommate, a cousin, I guess, or a butler or a concierge, I guess, uh, I guess that's a bad example because the main thing, and especially in New York City, is can you get me tickets to Hamilton? No one can do that. And uh, so I guess the concierge is probably have it like rough right now because that's probably the number one question. You say, "Well, I got this five dollar bill in my palm. How about a ticket to Hamilton?" And they say, "Sir, I am the greatest uh, concierge in New York City." And I could tell, you know, a good concierge would probably be like, and I can tell you, I've seen this Hamilton, and it is wonderfully spectacular. And I carry with me 
uh, the Hamilton soundtrack, so I would give you a copy, a digital copy, instant digital download. And this evening, I will perform uh, scenes from Hamilton for, you know, in the... But I can get you tickets. Uh, but I can get you tickets uh, to something almost as amazing. And it, 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 only my professional decorum allows me to be honest with you. Uh, and, you know, if I did have tickets, I would try, I could tell you could not afford them. So, no, no, they, I don't think you would do that, though. Oh, I would not do that. You're right. I would. They would know if they could afford the. You're right. Uh, oh, you're right. This is such a, an imaginary conundrum you've gotten me into, Podman. Well, you know, you know, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro, but I have a couple of questions. Like, how do you get tickets? Like, uh, and uh, like, two, is it a good deal? Like, can't people just get like get tickets? And then, can you teach me? Well, actually, I'm too. Like, uh, you're really you're miss. Do you do you love your job or does it just pay well? I love the services I provide. Uh, being a concierge to me. He's like being a bird. I fly and I fly. Okay. Well, yeah, then I can't, I definitely couldn't, I didn't think I could handle being a concierge. And I won't ask you any other questions. I mean, I have a billion questions. Like, what do you do about jerks? What do you do? What about like Monopoly people? Well, I've played Monopoly before with uh, some gold pieces and uh, a few children of a guest. They said, we would like to play Monopoly. You'll be the banker, concierge. And I said, it would be my pleasure. Well, you know, I don't have really any funds, but I love to hire. Like, do, do you do bedtime stories? A bedtime, I could read a bedtime story or I perform Hamilton. I mean, I'm not licensed to perform Hamilton. So I don't know what to do about that. I, maybe you could tell me. Oh, yeah, I do stuff like that all the time. Like, what you want to do... I think the safest thing to do is just change it a little bit and then just say it's a parody, but don't record it or anything. And, you know, but say, you know, or say it's a tribute, you know, that you love Lynn so much and the wonderful work. I think that's a very good idea, though, that you always have copies of the soundtrack to download. Maybe you could get playbills, uh, it, I don't know. I never, I, I always take my playbill or forget it for all plays. But maybe you could, um, maybe you could get playbills too. No, I guess that would be, you know, that wouldn't be honest. Um, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, thank you. It's, it's a crisis, you know, we're facing here. But yes, it's, uh, thank you. I appreciate your appreciation. Now, every other concierge has copied me, of course, with the, uh, a digital downloads of uh, Hamilton's guest recording. Oh, what about this? What about, I don't know, laws around this. What about piano player? Because uh, some people like those instrumentals. So you just could do like music. Like, you, do you play the piano? I do not play the piano, but I'm liking what I'm hearing. I mean, I don't know, like I said, I don't know laws, ASCAB or whatever. But they play piano music based on uh, Hamilton, or they just play the Hamilton, but on piano, just in the lobby. Well, I will look into it. Thank you, young man. 
Okay, I could spend all day with you, but I may believe it or not, I'm in the middle of this podcast intro. So the greatest, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, we just had a visit from the greatest concierge in the world. Well, in the world is a tough. In New York City, I am the greatest. Uh, thank you. And what a hotel do you work at? Ha <laughs> ha. Whichever one I choose to, young man. Oh boy, that's. I got you. That means that means you are the greatest. Uh, no doubt about it. All right, so I think when I started out, I was going to, I thought this was going to be a quick one. The podcast is basically a bedtime story to take your mind off of stuff so you can fall asleep. I don't know what just happened, and I'm not making that up. Sometimes my brain, you know, it's, it was concierge popped into my brain, into my recording closet here. I mean, geez, and I guess that's what I try to emulate is the spirit of a concierge like that, but just with the bedtime story. And without all the, like, mine's not as, it's just a story. You say, well, I don't really have to listen. This guy, talk, he talks to his internal concierge. And I say, I don't know. I think that was an external force. I think that might have been Jungian or something. Uh, but so, like, but that's, like, the podcast takes your mind off stuff. I, I, I wonder if you were thinking about anything else. And you probably, like, you might not have been thinking all that other stuff, but you're also like, well, I don't know. You wake up the next day, say, hey, sweetie, did, did did Scooter do Hamilton last night on the podcast? They say, no, he was talking about Alexander Hamilton's butler, I think. Or no, that other Hamilton with the tan. Oh, yeah. Is that Rex Hamilton, honey? I don't know, because I don't remember Scooter. Like, you know, Scooter's obsessed with Oedipus Rex, so I don't think he's, I don't remember any Rexes. Oh. Well, geez, you, 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 your bags under your eyes are totally gone. Oh, yeah, just uh, great. Sleeping good is good. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I, I have your, your tickets for Hamilton for the two of you. Uh, do not tell any of the other clientele that I've scored these tickets for. Wait a second. Did you say you got them tickets to Hamilton? Yes, it is their anniversary. And is a gift. I did win a lot, I, and I'm giving them to them for free. Oh, wow. Holy cow, you really are the greatest uh, concierge. All I ask in return is you bring me 5,000 playbills from uh, Hamilton. Oh, honey, this scooter still, is, is the podcast still going? Are we, is this must be a dream. Yeah, so that's, so that's kind of how the podcast maybe works sometimes for some people. Uh, but the whole idea is it's a little bit silly. If you're new here, I'm a I'm an oddball, all odd bird. And but I just want to get put a smile on your face, and then you say, "Well, I don't really." You, you can listen. I'll be here the whole time, but you don't have to listen. You don't have to fall asleep, but you can fall asleep whenever you want. And if you're worried about missing anything, maybe you're new here. Then, <laughs> but if not, you say you can listen to it any other time. You know, I'm working hard to kind of keep, try to keep the archives of the podcast free. And we'll see how that works out. Like, hopefully I'll be able to keep all the episodes up somewhere for free. So you say, oh, I'll just listen another time, you know, when I need some, you know, mental numbness. Uh, So that's about it. I appreciate you coming by. I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks. Uh, Housekeeping. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who edited this episode and does the theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. 
I want to thank Jonathan Mann on the lullabies. You can commission a song from him or check out all his uh, thousands and thousands of songs at uh, jonathanmann.net. We have a Facebook group at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S, and you can go over there. And I want to thank our moderators over uh, there, uh, Sarah, Summer, Wida, Jennifer, uh, Julie, and Laura. And that's it. Let's get on with the show. I hear you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is smooth out a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night. Whether it's uh, thinking, feeling, sensing, external noises, uh, you know, listing, preparing, anticipating, any of those kind of things. Multi-syllabic words, you know, maybe even simple, smaller, simple, simpler words, too. Uh, whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off it. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. I'm going to use pointless meanders. I'm going to be misguided in my use of metaphors, uh, misguided use of metaphors. Not, maybe not, maybe my mis, mismanaging, oh, I mismanaged my metaphors too. It might be a good business for me, Meta, metaphor mismanagement. Scooter, scooter, scooter M. Scoots. Metaphor mismanagement. And they say, well, how many clients do you have? Uh, 0.0. Uh, a lot of metaphors mismanaged, though, so I'm, I'm busy, busy, busy. Yeah, but the whole idea is the podcast is going to take your mind off of stuff. It's going to be a little bit silly. Uh, but with the idea that whatever's keeping you up, whether you lie down in bed and something flares up or... Somebody starts making some noise or your thoughts start racing. I call them brain bots, you know, little things that say, hey, what about this? What about this? I don't know. I, I've ta- I, don't, I don't know if I've talked about this recently, but it's kind of like dog walking. Someone, someone recently said, hey, they kind of felt like that with the, the podcast. It's kind of like that the podcast is like when a dog's on a leash, but the dog's not pulling on the leash, uh, that, that there's some uh, play in the leash. It's it's hanging down. And that there's a coexistence there, so that, you know, you're in that I'm carrying you off, sending my voice across the deep, dark night, and there's that slack in the leash, and then you can drift off into dreamland. Uh, but the reality is, a lot of times with this wa- walking of the dog stuff, it can be very, it can be a, what do you call that? Emotional landmines, I think, is the term for me. You know, because if you walk, like you get, uh, what's his name, Caesar, right? That guy, he's always walking a dog. And then people either, sometimes people that have dogs, and sometimes people that uh, don't have dogs. They they kind of base their dog walking now, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with this Caesar guy. He seems like a great guy, uh, very entertaining. Dogs seem to love him. Uh, but it's always like, okay, the dog should be walking right at your side, slack in the leash, like just like that metaphor. Be like, and then the dog, like if it's the metaphor, then you at some point you drift off into dreamland. 
And if it was less of a metaphor, the dog would just go to the bathroom at this chosen point. You say, hey, go ahead, go to the bathroom, man. And then you turn around and you walk back home. Almost like you're one unit or you're in some sort of uh, mind meld or, you know, better word that I can't think of. Uh, but when I walk a dog, oh boy, it doesn't go like that. Uh, and cause usually my co, if I'm just walking co, she's really, she loves walking. I never, I can never grasp that. So that adds a whole nother layer of overthinking. They say, well, geez, you could pay, play out here. We got like this back driveway and stuff where we could play fetch when she doesn't have to wear a chain. But she says, what, are you going to put a chain around me? We're going to go for a walk? Holy mackerel, like she's shaking with joy. And I'm not kidding. Like, as soon as she, she, the leash comes out, she, like, jumps off the ground. She, like, does, she, she'll, she'll start butting me with her nose. But I can't, I, she's like, I can't believe, she'll be, like, telling the birds, I can't believe we're going for a walk. Holy mackerel. And even then, and this happens to me at bedtime, not related to dog walking, but I say, well, why the hell? I mean, I guess who am I to judge, you know, what gives a dog pleasure? But I said, well, what the hell? Why don't you want to do something fun? Walking's a nightmare. And it's just utilitarian. And then it's like, I mean, maybe she's like, maybe she's a bragger. She's like, yo, this is my owner. Check it out. My owner's walking me, suckers, you know. I mean, because that's kind of how she walks when she, with, with a little bit of pride and a spring in her step. Well, even when I'm walking her, and then sometimes I have dog sits, and then I have two dogs. I'm like, I have Caesar brain, where I can hear Caesar judging every, and, and, I'm, and again, I'm not me, trying to be mean. Like, uh, it's just, a, I think this is like a dis- one of the many disorders I have, Caesar brain. And he says, oh, no, that's not how you, that's not how you walk a dog. Who taught you to walk a dog? I said, no, nobody, kind of the dog, I guess. I don't know. He said, geez, yeah, you're right, Caesar. It is kind of a pain in the ass. But you know what's worse when you try to do your, uh, you know, and then every once in a while, be, you know what, I need to get more disciplined about this dog walking. So then I'll try, I say, oh, come on, no, 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 you, you'll get, when I tell you to sniff, that's when you get to sniff or pee on stuff. But until then, you can't say, come on, we got to keep this, we got to get into unity. You know, I guess that's what it is. Uh, we got to get into unity here. And he can say, well, no, I can't get my dog in unity. My dog just wants to, what? And I mean, then they say, well, am I, am I a terrible dog? Am I doing a disservice? And then you think about all the people watching you saying, look at that fool. Who's that person? That person's never watched episode of Caesar ever. They don't know how to walk a dog. And then you think about like encountering someone impressive and them saying, is your dog pulling on its leash? Uh, oh boy, we can't have, you know, we can't work together ever again. You say, but Brad, Bradgelina, they thought, like, look at this dog. She's so good. Your dog's pulling on its leash. Your dog just goes wherever it wishes. Just like that's a sign of uh, serious personality issues. And I would just be like, I know it is. I know, I know I'm, I'm so dysfunctional. I can't even manage my dog on a walk. I mean, she doesn't run away or bother anybody. It's not like, well, yeah, you're just a mediocre dog walker. You're not a terrible pet owner. Well, she doesn't even chase. She, she stays on her, whoa. Oh, you know, you might as well, I don't know. You might be doing more of a disservice. You give the dog love, but then you don't give it a pure discipline. 
And then I don't want to add another layer to it, but I will. Is like uh, I'm pretty sure I've observed this too. If I'm paying attention to how the dog's walking, then it's a giant pain in the ass. But if I'm just paying attention to something else and walking, then the, the dog just walks just like Caesar says. Now, unfortunately, that only happens like point zero six percent of my life. Then I'm not. I mean, because if I'm worrying, then I'll be like, well, maybe I should just worry about the dog, how the dog's walking. Oh, no, you can't stop there. Oh, please don't sniff that. No, no. Oh, please don't go in that bush. No, no. Oh, no, don't step there. Like, you know, see, if, if I'm in the... Because I think all kind of worrying goes back to like, well, should I worry about, you know, my ineptitude in this or my ineptitude... Oh, and dog walking. Let's just concentrate on that since that's what we're doing. It's almost like my brain tricks me. Oh, no, this is mindfulness. Paying pure attention to what a terrible dog walker you are. And I say, I thought mindfulness was being in the moment and enjoying the walk, because I think I noticed that for four microseconds we were doing that, and Co was walking, and I was walking, or the other dog that I walked named Sweetie. And I say, Geez, I think we were, in, it was, we were in coalescence. I think we were coalescing, the three of us, just like Caesar. I don't know if I was the pack leader. I don't want to claim credit for that. And then that other party, you'll never be a back leader. Who are you kidding? They say, Brangelina, how could you say that? What do you mean I'm never going to be a pack? They say, that's a movie I'm writing for you and you two to star in with me. I was going to call it pack leaders. Uh, okay, they just popped out of my imagination. And then see, you know, then you can imagine you get to halfway point of your dog walk. Even have the bags, it's like you're not gonna, you know, you're controlling, you get to, you pick up the poop, and then you got Caesar standing there, shaking his head, giving you that a look of, and he has this loving way about him. But, you know, you don't want to disappoint him because I think that's his thing. You want to, you say, I'd like to hang with Caesar. I don't want to let him down. I couldn't bear to disappoint Caesar Milan. It only took me 14 minutes to remember Caesar Milan. That was his name. And we have a poster of him at work uh, holding a book as part of a, like a literacy awareness program. Uh, and then Koa just did something. She said, she said, you know what? You, you're not, and that's the thing about this podcast. This, I guess this metaphor went on. I mismanaged my metaphor, metaphor mismanagement. Scoots McGee. Uh, but that's the whole idea of the podcast is if that kind of stuff creeps up like on you at bedtime or anything relatable to that, you should, in, in, in all honesty, if there was like, uh, I think when Caesar becomes a ghost, he'll probably go around and, and he'll be like a good ghost, the good dog, you know, the ghost of the dog. Hold on. I got to get Brangelina back. How about, what about this, Brangelina? Uh, I'm sorry. I, I know I promised to call you Angelina and Brad. Uh, the ghost, the dog walker's ghost. Uh, what's the plot of it? Mm, it's about a dog walker's ghost. It's a heartwarming tale of misery, uh, gone right. Okay. They walked away. Okay. That's fine. Um, uh, but so where was I? I got mixed up there. Sorry, celebrity, but celebrity sighting in my brain. I get all, you know, but I think Caesar, you know, if he wasn't, he'd say, hey, dude, relax, man. I th that's maybe what he says on the show. Just walk the dog, bro. 
Or maybe that'd be like, like a, you know, Caesar maybe hits the dispensary first. Yeah, man, just walk the dog, bro. What are you thinking about this? And this is kind of where my podcast comes in. Because one, any of this discussion is not good at bedtime. But once it starts up, whether it's about, you know, bill paying, parenting, dental hygiene, you know, it's just an itch or you can hear a fly in the other room, whatever it is. Once that kind of, that narrative, like, uh, I don't know, balarkey or whatever starts up, uh, it's really hard to shut down. And I guess this is where my podcast comes in or one of the ideas behind it is I'll just try to distract you. I mean, we're going to talk about Game of Thrones tonight. So, yeah, believe it or not, uh, Game of Thrones, I guess. uh, But, uh, you know, I'll talk about the episode for like 45 minutes, and I'll talk about some stuff that I noticed. I said, well, I wonder about that, about bricks and stuff. And then we'll have a visit from Tom and Sir Pounce, and then we'll talk to the old guys. So the podcast will be about two hours. And clearly, you don't got to really take me seriously. Ideally, we'll get like that, like Caesar level of dog walking, like the listener had told me. And I'll just be rambling along, lost in my own thoughts. And you'll be like the dog trotting along, or maybe I'll be the dog. Let's just do that because it's better, you know, better that I'm the dog. I'll be the rambling dog. The ram- Wait, okay. Brad, what about that? The rambling dog. You could just take that title. I'm sure you'll do something with it. You just give me if you no, no money. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I'll be, you know, rambling along, you know. And meanwhile, you'll be just drifting. You'll be in the walk zone and drifting off into dreamland. And you can just drift off whenever you want. You know, you don't have to pay me any mind. You don't have to pay any attention. Uh, but if you can't sleep for some reason or you're having trouble getting sleep, I'll be here for the next two hours giving it my all. So if you can't sleep, don't worry. I'll be I'll be working it, you know. Uh, but but it, you don't have to listen or it's not going to be super riveting. And this is a podcast, so you could always be like, huh, I wonder what he was. Was he real? Did he really go on a 14-minute tirade about dog walking? I said, well, it wasn't a really tirade. It was more a sad uh, it's kind of like he, he's kind of like one of those uh, bagpipes. Remind, when he talks sometimes, it reminds me. And I say, well, that's a heck of a job mismanaging a metaphor if I've ever seen one. Uh, so that's it. That's how the podcast works. I'm glad you're here. If this is your first few times here, yep, uh, you, you heard it. You heard it. You heard it. That's what this podcast is like. But I can guess that maybe you stopped thinking about all the other stuff while I was rambling. And I'm glad you're here. I really appreciate you stopping by. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So let's see if let's see what happens. Uh, housekeeping. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful Podcast, who does our theme music. I want to thank Carl W., who edited this episode. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on, our, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. You can commission a song from him at jonathanmann.net. Uh, listeners have a Facebook group. Uh, it's at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. It's moderated uh, by Laura, uh, Julie C., Jennifer B., and Lida Lie. And we have a subreddit at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash reddit. And I want to thank Latitude and Joe. We're over there running the subreddit. 
And I believe that's it. Let's get on to the show. I hate you, only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's thinking, feeling, sensing, you know, brain activity, body activity, or emotional activity, uh, or external activity. You know, you got uh, noisy neighbors, a uh, change in schedule. Uh, you sleep, you work a different shift, so you got to deal with sunlight and, you know, garbage trucks and those things. Uh, let's see a kind way to put it. Irritating partner, either making noises, uh, mouth smacking, snoring, sleeping soundly. Hey, hey, that's that's one that gets a lot of people. The old soundly sleeping partner. I guess it would be more alliterative if it was sounding soundly sleeping sidekick. But usually the, uh, in any kids, this is going to be mild, but you still might want to cover your ears. Uh, you know, usually sidekicks don't, you know, they're different than partners. Uh, you know, you're not usually in a, uh, that kind of physical relationship with your sidekick. Mostly, I'm trying to think of any examples. I mean, are there any? I guess I should write that one. Uh, you know, I don't know what I'd call it. I mean, because now I'm thinking about that, but there might be kids listening. The sidekick that became, it would be sidekick, the sidekick lover. That would be kind of, that's a weak title, but I could probably do something with it. Sidekick seducer. Uh, actually, let me get back to this, just in case anybody's new here. If you're new here, if you're new here, welcome. So it's a podcast to put you asleep. I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff. That's a safe place. I'm going to distract you. You can lay down whatever's keeping you up at night. I'm going to try to take your mind off that. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, uh, obviously pointless meanders and ponderings. I'm going to send my voice and my intention to put you to sleep across the deep, dark night and try to, like, lately hold your attention while you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. But, you know, you'll fall right, you'll slip right through my fingers, ideally. You know, and drift away like the... uh, like the cloud, crowd, like if you're trying to grab clouds, if that was possible, it wouldn't be possible, you know. Uh, sorry about that. I get interrupted too in the middle, so I don't even know what I was just talking about. Uh, I think I was talking about distracting, getting distracted, and then I literally got distracted. I paused the thing. There was a no external noise actually, and I guess this is a. Uh, let's bring in our little podcast lab. I had a little external noise. I think it was some sort of rumbling vehicle. So I paused as a podcast and I said, well, let me let this vehicle go by. And, but sometimes you're in bed and you can't, you can't help it. You hear that noise. And then you say like right when you were about to drift off, you know, my podcast will fill your ears with, with something that a lot of people would call noise, nonsensical noise. Uh, bathed in a narrative of nothingness. <laughs> I mean, not honestly, it's a little bit more than that, but you know, there could be a way to describe it. it, it I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. Uh, tonight's going to be like a trending triddle. Tr- tr- yeah, the scooter also has uh, trouble pronouncing his words. It's going to be a trending Twitter Tuesday episode. 
Oh, I just remembered what I was talking about, grasping clouds. See, so that I may have fugue stated too. That's when I drift into a fugue state, you know, just like it sounds, a fugue stated. And I said, well, dude, doesn't that mean you entered a state of fugue? They say, exactly, I fugue stated. Slipped into a fugue. I, it's, I think I've made that joke before, maybe not in the last hundred episodes, but I say, hey, yeah. Uh, how about I slip into a little fugue later? What do you think about that, Mr. Lynch? I bet you'd like that, huh? Put on a put out put on a nice little fugue, and then th- then th- things can get really weird. Oh boy! Excuse me, I had a multiple other distractions. I was thinking about uh, grasping clouds. That's what this podcast is like. Uh, your attention should be like a cloud. Actually, there's no shoulds in this podcast. So that was my first mistake. Uh, but I'll try to grasp a bit, a bit, but even if you could grasp a cloud, which I have tried, believe me, the amount of money I've spent trying to uh, say, because I have this view, the driveway behind my apartment building has this clear view of the sky. Most of the time it's fog and not clouds that I'm, you know, investing. You, you know, I don't know if everyone knows there used to be this cartoon called The Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. You'd still catch it plenty of places, so you're probably familiar with it, but I'm like the wily coyote of cloud catching. I've spent, you know, electric ladders, uh, steam-powered ladders, uh, trebuchets or whatever the heck they're called, uh, you know, catapults, all to grasp it. And they said, well, what if, you know, those mason jars are hip now. People are drinking coffee in those, making pies and, you know, mason jar pies and mason jar gifts. I say, I could start a cloud, you know, think about it, cloud in a cloud in a jar. I say, well, let's just sell that on the, I can't figure out a way to make money on the podcast. Cloud in a jar. Scooter. Podcast that puts you to sleep. But buy your own cloud in a jar. And here's why you haven't heard anybody with a cloud in a jar. You can't do it. Uh, one, I'm down. Luckily, I was, uh, it's, well, let's not get into the financials, but it's not cheap spending, wasting money trying to catch clouds. Uh, clouds won't be caught. Uh, I mean, it's that simple. So, but, but, so, but I guess metaphor, I guess is a perfect example because if you could, like, and I guess you could say, okay, we could do that as a craft scooch. So yeah, fill it up with those cotton balls. There you go, cloud in a jar. It's not the same, trust me. It's a, it's only cool if it's an actual cloud in a jar. Like much like the piece of Berlin wall I got for Christmas one year, uh, which was just a piece of rock in a, in a, like a, like a piece of, what are those called, wrapping paper. But of course I'm naive. So I said, oh, thanks dad. This is really a piece of Berlin wall. It looks a little bit like the uh, sidewalk outside. I didn't say that though. Part of my brain said, I said, why do you have to be so suspicious? This is the Berlin Wall. And then I put it in my own mayonnaise jar and and labeled it Berlin Wall. And then later I would see in, you know, airplane, airport stores, pieces of Berlin Wall were hot for a while. They all had graffiti on them and were more. I said, that doesn't look like anything like my piece of the Berlin Wall. Mine was more like a sliver, a slice of the Berlin Wall. They say, well, if you believe it, is it not true? But anyway, like just like that, I don't know what my point was. Say, if I was going to put cloud in a jar, I'd want it to be real cloud in a, in a jar. But it's not possible. Well, what is possible is for me to talk and ramble. 
and tell a little bedtime story. It'll be mildly amusing, mildly entertaining. It'll follow, a, 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 it'll have a beginning. It'll be mostly middle, or most, a, lot of times, a lot of times it's mostly beginning, and then some middle, and then an end. Ideally, it'll come to a conclusion. I'm thinking tonight, though, after that uh, beginning of that opening, I'm like, man, what about that sidekick? I think we'll have to explore that the uh, for the story tonight, the sidekick lover. I'll probably have to change it to something more mild, but, uh, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that, that in the non, you know, in the uh, plutonic lover sense, the appreciator sense, our sidekick lovers, they say, well, no, I prefer sidekicks, like a Robin. Actually, I'm a sidekick loather, I just realized, for the most part. Not a big Robin fan. Trying to think what other sidekicks there are. Spider-Man, no sidekick. Uh, uh, Captain America. I think Captain America might. I don't know. Actually, it would help if I had an encyclopedic knowledge of comic book characters. See, how Scoots do on that uh, sidekick lovers? Well, he could only think, the only sidekick he could think of was Robin. What about Aquaman? Does he have a... Like uh, you call him Clam Boy, uh, Superman. I, I think one made in your likeness is not a sidekick. Like Superboy is just Superman in a boy form, whether they're in the same universe or the same person. That's not a sidekick. Uh, but let's get through the intro before we run the story idea that I need to create a 45-minute story in, out of Into the Ground. Uh, so if you're new here, welcome. This, this is a podcast to take your mind off stuff to distract you. Uh, like, like, I think you need to, you probably know all you need to about me. I'm the kind of guy, you say, what did you, what's your, what's your retirement portfolio like? Uh, it was cloud catching. That's where my, well, I didn't have a retirement portfolio. Now I have a retirement debt, which could have been my cloud catching. That's my retirement portfolio. And this is like a lot of business people say this. Well, how's that working out for you? Like anytime I have to cross my arms to keep them constrained. Well, how's that working out for you? You know, do me a favor. Don't, don't use that with people because that's just not a nice way to say stuff. They say, well, cloud catching, you know, it's uh, it's become my hobby. I guess I thought it was an investment strategy or a path to certainty. I don't even worry about the investment part. I just need the emotional certainty. And I said, if I could catch clouds, I'd be like the Pokemon of clouds, you know, got to catch them. I said, I, you know, I could have had a T-shirt line, clouds, got to catch them. Sleep with me. And I said, maybe I would come up with a different thing, you know, for the cloud catcher, the cloud catcher, cloud catcher cast. And he said, well, what would you talk about on the cloud catcher cast, Scoots? Well, I'd say, you know, it'd be, it'd be a connoisseur-based podcast, uh, like a sommelier of clouds. I'd say, here I am swirling a jar of cirrus, uh, watching this fine mist. And this is a, a Eastern European cirrus. Uh, you can even see some flakes of silver uh, that have carried down the uh, the whatever the low pressure from uh, somewhere. Blah blah blahs. Now I'm going to open this. Now this is a this is a rare vintage too. This is a, a 1987 Cirrus. I uh, I was able to acquire with the cloud catching community. 
Now, long-term listeners are going to say, that sounds just like an axe. And I say, yeah, it's a, I guess that's where my uh, interests lie is uh, obscure fandom. You know, I think that's what they say, niche. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I'm, gonna, I'm a cloud sommelier, the only one. And it turns out it's only imaginary. Unfortunately, I had dreams. They, they say that's my that was my investment strategy. Uh, cloud sommeliers for dummies. And they had a laugh at that. I think this was uh, Dean Witter or something. Is that an investment place? They laughed me right out of there. I hope that's not a real thing. I think it might be, though. I think that's probably two of them put together. Or maybe that one got bought up. I, hopefully it doesn't exist. Uh, so hopefully, yeah. Uh, see that, well, there goes another de-investment. They've been divested of the podcast. Well, the Cloudcast? Well, that's fine. What about, uh, do I still own the rights to Cloud Sommeliers for Dummies? Oh, the, and they said, no, 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 you're the dummy. That became, and I said, well, that yeah, it could be my, you know, I have about 40 autobiographies I'm working on already. Also another investment strategy. Don't ask how it's working out for me, but uh, the dummy who became a cloud sommelier, I think I could go with that. Uh, so that's, if you're new here, uh, that's the, I mean, that's the show. Uh, and I say, well, did you think about all that other stuff while I was going on and on about clouds and stuff? Uh, or were you just listening to me and picture me catching clouds? Yeah, you know, because that's, I guess that's the main thing is, you know, the boy who caught clouds. That would be a good, that would be a novel I would buy. The boy who caught clouds. It's a tale trage- terrible tragedy, terrible tragedy, but uh, he became a man who actually tried to catch clouds. I'll just spoiler alert, he didn't catch any clouds. But what he did catch is your attention. It slipped away just like a cloud. And you drifted off into dreamland, just but just like a cloud. But you don't need to. You you don't need to listen to me. You don't need to give me your full attention. But you're under no obligation to fall asleep right away either. I'll be here the whole time. I'm gonna try to figure out how to make a story about whatever something. I said this. We got some decent material out of this intro. Let's see if we can make it into a bedtime story. You know, because that's how we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. That's what I say. And that's what I do. And it doesn't work for everybody. It's definitely, um, and I always wonder what beyond the pale means in the pale moonlight with on a cloud. Uh, but this is, a, this is an abnormal show. I mean, clearly abnormal doesn't even sum up what I've got going. Uh, you know, the litany of tests have still not uncovered at all. But I'm glad you're here, and, and I do this with all the best intention I can muster, because I really enjoy, and I really yearn to put you to sleep. Uh, and uh, uh, thanks for stopping by. Uh, housekeeping. Uh, I want to thank uh, Chris Bosey-Bosterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who edited this show and did the theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann, the mystery bard who does the lullabies. You can commission a song from him at jonathanmann.net. Uh, listeners have a Facebook group at sleepingmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank uh, Sarah Summer, uh, Julie C., Jennifer B., Lila Lyon, Laura, who narrate over there. There's also a subreddit at sleepingmepodcast.com slash reddit. And that's it. Let's get on with the show. 
I hate all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's thinking, feeling... Sensing noises, changes in routine, dis, you know, discomfort, you know, just, you know, unknowns, other, all of the above, uh, any other surveys, holy surveys. And I don't know what would keep you up more, like production of sur- survey production or survey, you know, being, I mean, indecisive surveyors. There's like another book title, oh boy. The Indecisive Surveyor, uh, the Scoot Story. So, okay, so, but let me finish that. No, but I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set any of that stuff aside. Whatever it is that's keeping you up. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. Pointless meanders. I'm going to try to go slow because sometimes I forget to go slow. Take my time getting there. Yeah, and say, geez, can you imagine if I was giving a survey? Like, uh, at least now, some of the surveys tell you how much time it is. But I found that, you know, if it's anything above four seconds, that's too much. You say, oh, my goodness. I'd love to talk to, like, an anthropologist, uh, Nate Silver, and a couple other smart people over here. And say, geez, tell tell me more about these, sir, you know, and some interesting, you know, somebody that's good at interviewing, layering sound. And say, hey, could you do a podcast about surveys? And they say, for you, Scoots, like a sleepy survey podcast? And I said, well, I'm actually interested. Well, I don't know if, can you make sure I keep listening? Because I'm just wondering. I mean, you think we could all agree, like, all surveys are too long, but then you say, okay, well, that's not, the world's not black and white, Scoots. And I say, okay, if the world is a gray area, then I say, okay, can you can we limit it to, like, one through five instead of one through nine or zero through nine? It's just too much, uh, too many gradients. You know, I try, you know, I, I, if I wish I felt in what, you know, I could label my feelings one through nine, zero through nine, one through five, I meant it really. They say, what is, what is like, uh, this, this is a study of surveys. Well, this got boring quick because I just totally like, man, even for a lulling, soothing podcast, this is dulling it down too much. But I think there is something to say, geez, what, okay, so two-question survey, that's still too short, to be fair, to the sur- surveyor. You say, well, geez, that's not going to get you really any good information. And normally those, I mean, I don't, I don't want to also become a survey critic, uh, but uh, those are usually the ones that it, they're just, just, you know, what are those called? It's a gatekeeper survey. And if you answer yes, then they send you a follow-up survey. You know, I tried that for the Muskie fan club. I sent out surveys. Do you love Muskie? And there's a yes or no, or don't know. And if you put yes, you know, then you get then then you don't get bothered. But if you put no, or don't know, 
and I want to know more, you know, because I'm trying to expand. You know, there's musky, there's a lot of musky fans, but there's, where are the musky headshots? Where am I signed Elon Musk headshots? And, uh, you know, written, you know, when you see, geez, can we get him on a horse like Vladimir Putin? Putin. Uh, I don't necessarily need to see Muskie shirtless because that's not where my interests lie. But I can see it would be good for the fan club because not everyone feels, uh, you know, as plutonic as I do about Muskie. Uh, but so that's like, that would be the survey, the follow up question. You know, if you said you didn't like Muskie or you didn't, or you didn't have an opinion, I said, follow up. I say, okay, tell me more. When I think of it on a scale of one to 10, my first impression when I hear the words Elon Musk are, you know, I say, okay, I guess I got to work on this survey. Probably shouldn't have sent it out. And then, but then I like following up with like just with the Elon, you know, how, how do you feel about, and is zero to nine scale? How do you feel about the word Elon? Would you buy a car from somebody? Because as I said, one day Muskie might need this. Hint, you know, I keep using the term Muskie, Muskie. Can, can you catch which one did the best on the survey? You know, most people, the Elon, they thought, oh, is, is that in Switzerland? Is that, is that ski related or is that a sparkling water? And I said, how about all of the above? I said, it could be, it could be. Well, like, I'll put that down for, and then Musk, you know, that did not. You know, it, it scored well in certain ranges. Musky, uh, in the in the fishing, you know, communities that have a high fishing, you know, that didn't do well. But everywhere else, it did great. And with children, they said, well, what's a musky? I said, well, you could get yourself your own, you know, a superhero is what a musky is to me. A superhero, in my, you know, in my opinion. So anyway, hey, welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep, uh, survey style, survey says, uh, talking senselessness about surveys and Elon Musk for 500, Alec, it's Alex, oh, I thought I had it right, I thought it was Alec, because I said C for Canada, Alec, but it's Alex, eh, and he, what, is Ken Jennings going to replace you? Oh, I'm in the middle of a, a tan, not a Jeopardy-based tangent. Oh, Jeopardy. You really want me to say that out loud, Mr. Trebek? Jeopardy's losing its pop culture significance. Hey, do you want a hug? Okay, excuse me. Would you like a headshot of Elon Musk? No. Would you like a headshot of Elon? No. Would you like a headshot of Musky? Your grandkids might have you. I wouldn't. I would assume you you meant your nieces and nephews, you know, or your cousins. I wouldn't have thought you had grandkids. Oh, you're just humoring me. Thank you, Mister Trebek. Uh, your consolation prize is a headshot. Well, a future. If I well, I'm also not good at sending out mail, so possibly you'll ha- you'll have a headshot of Muskie that I'll probably turn into a coaster at my house. Or, you know, it might be under my couch in like three or four years. Survey says that's not your show. Oh, hmm. Oh, that's the one with Richard Richard uh, Dawson. And now uh, Steve Harvey does that one. What do you do? You guys ever have like a talk show? What do you guys call it? Game show host convention? You know, uh, 
Speaking of A names, uh, Alec Baldwin, with uh, oh yeah, I remembered his name because uh, his parents live in Syracuse, New York. I don't know if they still do, but yeah, he's doing the match game, that, and they kept the original music. You don't want to talk about other... Okay, let's find it. Maybe I should move on or go back to the surveys. Okay. Sorry about that. That was embarrassing. I guess I'm embarrassed now. I'm sorry, Mr. Trebek. I didn't realize that I just spent four minutes making jokes after I introduced your show by saying survey says. Yeah, well, I guess it is losing its pop cultural significance. So that what can I say? That Okay, let me just fill in everybody. Thank you. So you have a good night. Good night. Yeah, so for everybody that's like under... Uh, or I said, there's there's this show called Jeopardy, which I thought I was due to. Hmm, this is a tough one. But there's this TV show called Jeopardy. For, it had a good run. Oh, boy, he's weeping. I, best, I guess I can't explain it to all of you. You'll have to look on Wikipedia. It's still around. It's still a beloved show by the lovers of the show. It used to be one. No, it's okay. He's weeping more. I, I didn't stop loving Jeopardy. I just got busy. Oh, that's what everybody says. Okay, this is not going well. You know, this is this is how this podcast works. If you're new here, oh boy, I just made Alex Trebek, Alex, Alex Trebek, Alex Trebek, Alexi Trebek. Oh, let's do a survey about that. Maybe did you do you know I'm good at surveys, Mister Trebek? I think it should just be Mister Trebek, to be honest, but. Uh, if you're new here, this is the kind of the way the podcast works. I try to, and this is not, you say, oh, geez, did he, did, 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 did. obviously I didn't plan that out. But it, here's the thing. Did you think about all the other stuff keeping you up when I went on that? It was kind of like a, you know, just a, just a, a side road. It, unfortunately, my brain, as much as we talk about plasticity and connections, you know, my brain has roundabout, but roundabouts, but they should call them like swirlabouts. They're not roundabouts, or they're not like traffic roundabouts. They're swirlabouts. You say, well, geez, where does that go? You say, I don't know. I lose it somewhere in that swirl. It comes out somewhere else. Uh, my thoughts, and then somebody gets in my mouth. Oh boy, and they come out. Luckily, they're inane and well suited for by podcast that puts people to sleep. But yeah, let's see if we and even I have trouble uh, following the swirl. It's talking about surveys, swirl and survey. That's a nice the dose of alliteration. Uh, swirling survey says, uh, and then it's talking about Elon Musk in a survey about uh, most marketable musky name. And then they start talking. And believe it or not, that's not what this podcast. Is. This is a podcast which is like, take your mind off of stuff, distract you, maybe. You know, I don't have to put a smile, an upturned, upturn your lips. You say, hey, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's an upturner. That's Scoots. He's an upturn on. And say, that didn't work. Yeah, you're right. That didn't work. They say, try, maybe make it, you know, a, a slight smile and take your mind off of stuff. This is, uh, tonight we're going to be talking about, uh, our uh, serial uh, story, uh, Get Bessos, which is a ta- like a, it's an ongoing story. It's getting close to the end. Uh, but, but, you know, first I'll set the story up. But I'll be here the whole time. I'll be here for 45 more minutes, giving it my all to take your mind off of stuff. Uh, but just to take your mind off, you don't have to give me your full attention. You don't have to listen, you know, hard. You don't have to listen intense. You just kick back. Let me mumble. Let me stumble. 
let me survey. I mean, see, they say that it's a legitimate question. Like, uh, is Elon Musk, could he be a union? You know, could he get into the union name? I don't even know what they call that. I mean, because uni name, that sounds like some sort of uh, something you'd have removed uh, if, you, if you're Elon Musk. Is he, could you die? Can you laser off that uni name? You should never listen to Scooter and got it. They said, well, that's, that's not, we don't do that here, uh, Elon. They said, well, this is the Elon Institute, isn't it? And I said, Elon with an A here, sir. And he said, well, that's not what Scooter said. He said, they named this, this city in Switzerland after me, famous for water and al- pre- alpine skiing. And he said, I should come here to unwind. He said, well, you can afford it, so don't get mad at me. You know what I'm saying, musky? And actually, I prefer to call you Musky Poo, but I figured that would not be good. And that's for when we're best friends, cruising down the highway, you know, catching on a run-in or whatever that's something, looking for adventure or whatever comes our way. Me and Musky Poo, uh, survey says that's not going to happen. So anyway, that's the podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit off, uh, but I'll, you know, I'll take my time. I'll try to stay calm. Sorry about that. I was just amused. Is it, geez, was everybody else picturing him with a flowing scarf, uh, Mr. Muskypoo? Uh, and the members, I think a members only jacket, but an updated custom made one that actually he would look good in, probably. Let's see, this is a podcast. The podcast will put you to sleep. Doesn't make much sense, so don't try to do that. If you're skeptical, you know, bravo, what the heck just happened? I mean, I don't even know. You know, this took, you know, this swirl brain. I got a swirl brain. What can I sell you? So, they say, I really hope that you, you, I can help you fall safe. I appreciate you stopping by. And that's it. You know, see what, see what it goes. I'll be here and I hope I help you fall asleep. As I said, all right, let's, let's uh, do the housekeeping. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who edited this episode and did the theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann who does the lullabies and you can commission a song from him over at jonathanmann.net. I want to thank our moderators. There's a Facebook community really this podcast. It's leavingpodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank Laura, uh, Julie C., Jennifer B., Lie to Lie, Summer and Sarah over there. And let's see what else. I think that's it. Let's get on to the show. I hate you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place. I'm a pat, you know, I like saying this. I don't know why. Actually, this literally comforts me saying padded. Uh, I picture this padded, rub it, uh, smooth it down, safe place. That, that, that really calms some part of me. It's weird, the stuff that we find calming sometimes. Like, <laughs> this podcast, if people find this podcast calming. It's weird to people that don't listen, and a little bit, you know, it's a, it's a good weird for me. 
But I'm, I'm here, I'm literally physically, I mean, it's only the air that I'm rubbing and patting down right now. I don't know if you can sense that motion. Such a calm, smoothing motion. I second that motion of uh, of creating a safe place. But not only am I going to, you know, pretend pet the air to create a safe place. I'm going to do a semi-voice across the deep, dark night. Uh, my intention to put you to sleep, I'm going to try to take your mind off of whatever's been keeping up, whether it's thinking, sensing, feeling, anticipating, dreading, trying to use, try not to use all those loaded words, loaded words, uh, what do they call you know, it's just, it's just a gerrymander just came into my head, it, it, about one out of every four intros, a gerrymander comes in my head, I guess I was because I was calling them gerrymanders before. But that's what I'm going to do. We like this. It creates a safe place by using things like gerrymanders, uh, patent pending, you know, getting, you know, when they stop shredding my mail at the patent office. So I'd like to patent a gerrymander. And they say, okay, fill out, can you fill out these forms? They say, uh, can't you just do it or, or, orally? Or, you know, can't I just tell you? Because I'm not good at filling out forms. It stresses me out. Uh, but also I'll be filling, I'll, I'll be like using pauses and words to fill up space. But but in a kind of fun, silly way. Well, fun, no, that's a little strong. I mean, I, I'll be I'll be having a, a little bit of fun, a little bit of silliness. Uh, to try to create a, a mild, mild delight uh, around bedtime, if possible, because I, I don't know, I've just been talking about this and I've been thinking about it a lot. Like, uh, I don't know if this podcast, uh, you know, maybe after you listen to like, uh, I think after you've listened to like 30 episodes, but before you get to like 100, you might experience some mild delight. And that's what we call the honeymoon phase of the sleep with me honeymoon phase. Honey is a very nice a bedtime word, isn't it? Uh, probably not the best bedtime. I don't know if honey cause sleep. It seems like it's got sugar in it. So probably not. But, uh, oh boy, if you're new here, this is, a, I'm in the midst of a gerrymander for sure. And also if you're good at writing pat, whatever those are called, patent applications, I guess that's what they gave me. It said patent application. And they also said, are you sure you don't want the trademark office? And I say, remember, didn't someone do that thing with three Pete where they own it? I'd like to do that with gerrymander. And then the person said, well, what, what, what do you, what's your ROI? I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. ROI? Roy. Roy. What's a, is that the French version of Roy? 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 And then they said, no, how much are you planning on, you know, how, what's the return on the word gerrymander? And I said, well, actually, that's exactly right. A gerrymander is kind of like a slow turn in words, a slow, confusing. Uh, externally, it looks like a senseless turn, uh, but it's more like a, what is it, baffled. Like I get baffled, and then I say, well, let's just turn here. And I say, well, yeah, that looks good. And they say, isn't that how gerrymanders work? They say, well, that looks good for me getting elected, so let's just turn the you know thing there. I said, I said, okay, maybe I'll try the trademark office. Is their pat? Is their application have less uh, uh, spaces and stuff? 
And they said, oh, yeah, go right over there. Ask for Bob. And I said, thank you so much. Uh, I said, this is a patent. I said, you are pat- patentedly great at the patent office. And they said, does that compliment make you want to fill out the application for me? And they said, not, not for gerrymander. And then I said, I did one. I doffed my cap. I said, you know, have a wonderful day. So, uh, so if you're new here, you know, if I cast, what I'll do, uh, let me lay out that now that we're five minutes in, what's going to happen. Uh, I go just spend a few more minutes on this intro trying to explain what the podcast is. And some people fall asleep during the intro, not everybody, but I, that's why I do the kind of change it every time. Uh, then we'll do some housekeeping and stuff. Then we'll talk about uh, the most recent episode of Game of Thrones. Then I'll talk about stuff that came up in the episode that I was curious about. Then we'll have a visit from Tom and Sir Pounce. Then we'll talk to the old gods and the new and say some thanks and good night. Well, we'll be here about two hours. So at any point, you're welcome to fall asleep. You're under no pressure to listen. And believe me, it'd be like these slow curving things. So you say, well, it's Ken. Yeah, he's mildly amusing. That's Scoots, mildly amusing, mildly. And I say, that's right. I, I, I take that as a compliment. I mean, with the podcast, outside of the podcast, that would, that could, that could, that could make me tear up. Uh, Especially all the times it happens. I say, well, you're mildly datum. I say, great. Another one, another one, when, you know, say you're mildly efficient. And I said, well, they said, I don't think that one makes sense, boss. Uh, and I say, well, I was just trying to be nice. You're inefficient. And I say, okay, that's, that's, I can work with that. I say, I'm sorry, what? what, what, what and I say, can you, could you just get one of your efficiency issues is you don't get to the point. Okay, let me write, let me write that down. Does not get to the point. Anyway, so but I said, excuse me, boss. I'm in the sorry, sorry to be inefficient, but I'm actually in the middle of recording a podcast, so I'll be back with you. Uh, don't worry, that wasn't my real boss. Just part of my brain that thinks you know one of those archetypal boss brain parts. Where was I before I was so rudely interrupted by, I think I have like 14 things inside me that are constantly giving, writing up employee evaluations. I can't seem to muster the willpower to fill out an imaginary patent application, even in an imaginary sense. But no problem. You need 14 uh, employee evaluations about me an hour. I got my, my, uh, I've got the, I got the mechanisms. That's efficient, unfortunately. And I guess that's the whole idea behind the podcast. Like, I want to try to take your mind off of stuff just in case you got something like that going on, or it could be something physical or noise-related or a change in your schedule. I just want to take your mind off of it. But you're, no, you're under no pressure to listen, but you're also under no pressure or expectation to fall asleep. In fact, if you can't sleep, I'll be here uh, the whole time giving it, you know, 100% of my effort. And you just say, okay, that's like, yeah, I can see the evaluations getting filled out. A hundred percent of his effort equals, and that's fine. My brain, you know, but I'll I'll give you a hundred percent of my effort, but but it's just because I'm working hard. It means you don't have to, like, you don't have to listen, but you don't, I I don't like shoulds. I guess I, I don't do well with those. So I don't think you should fall asleep. You can fall asleep whenever you want. 
But if you can't or you wake up in the middle of the night, I'll be here. Uh, to, to, to just be, be like your friend in the deep dark night. Your boar friend. Your, e- your, your dull evening companion. You say, well, I got, I kind of like, I'm like, I don't know if I'm as good as slippers. But, you know, I, I might be the slippers you left in the living room. And I, I guess that's it. Maybe we could, I wonder, they try to think about ways to make this podcast work financially. Uh, what about talking slippers? That you, like, and, and they say, well, what do you mean, Scoots? Well, we'll embed the podcast in the slippers. How? I just don't should talk to the patent office. I think gerrymanders is a, maybe Bluetooth. I don't know. And they'll just ramble from the other room. No, could this be? It's probably too much cost if economies of scale or whatever the heck it means. But that's what I'll be like: is the, 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 I'll be in the other room, just kind of rambling pleasantries while you drift off. And I know if you're new here, it sounds like it's, it's an odd thing. This is not normal, and definitely not the way normal podcasts work. Uh, I mean, podcasting is this wonderful free medium where you can come up with a range of ideas. Like Night Vale, Criminal, 99% Invisible, Man Afraid, uh, Flash Forward, Script Notes, uh, ATP, The Truth, Work Stories Project, Sounds Like an Earful. There's all these different podcasts you can enjoy. Mine's meant to be kind of like, or save, you might save for one of those podcasts. Or you might consume it. My podcast is made to be left on the nightstand. You say, well, I took a couple sips. I guess that's the, the metaphor we'll close with. You know, one of those could be a cocoa or a stimulant or you say, well, I don't, what's the flavor in here? What's the flavor in this episode of uh, Sawing Exploder? Mm, let me uh, let me get that bouquet going. But then uh, with mine, you say, well, I took a couple sips. It was, you know, it's lukewarm. It's on the nightstand. If I need it, it'll be there. But it's not a bad thing. That's what I guess what I'm saying. It sounds like it is. But hey, when you wake up, it'll be on the nightstand for you. So, so I guess that's how I feel. I guess this is a rare circumstance in my life that I say, well, I'm, I'm, I am a half, I'm a half full teacup there. I'm a little teacup, half full and lit, lukewarm sitting on your nightstand to give you some, uh, a word that means bore that rhymes with warm, borns, borms, some gerrymanders. I'm a cup of gerrymanders. That's it. That's the podcast. I really appreciate your sound by. If you're skeptical, I, I totally understand. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? You're, you're an intelligent person. Uh, skepticism. This should be met with skepticism. Uh, but I'm glad you took the risk to try this podcast out. So I really hope it helps you. It really yearned to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Uh, housekeeping, I want to thank uh, Carl W., who edited this episode, Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does the theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann from JonathanMann.net on the lullabies. We have a Facebook group that the listeners, all you can make friends with other listeners, what could be nicer, uh, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank Julie C., Lie to Lie, Jennifer B., and Laura, who moderate over there. 
And then we have a subreddit over at slipmanpodcast.com slash reddit. I want to thank uh, Latitude and Joe over there hanging out on the subreddit. And that's it. Let's get on to the show.